0: Prepare yourself to ingest current events, pop culture, and politics with a side
1: of Latin flair. I, just, I don't
2: have
0: to show you any stinking watches.
1: This is the Chris Salcedo Show on the Blaze Radio Network.
2: Welcome everybody. Glad you have tuned in. Monday on the Chris Salcedo Show here on the Blaze Radio Network. Um, broadcasting from a different studio today. New digs. Uh, it's it's going to cause for an abridged, a, 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 a bridge, the shortened version of the of the flip around, but we'll get to it coming up here on the Chris Salcedo Show. Meantime, uh, getting in touch with the program easy to do, 800-933-93 if you want to uh, weigh in on anything that we're talking about today. Uh, make sure that you touch base with us on social media, and there are plenty of ways to do this. Uh, let's start off with the easiest way, which is the old-fashioned way. You go to... Uh, you go to uh, uh, the Chris Salcedo Show on Facebook, and then there's an email link right there. So you t- you click on the email, and just do it, do it the old-fashioned way. Just drop me an email. By the way, I mentioned another social media right there, which is uh, Facebook, the Chris Salcedo Show. You got to put the T-H-E, folks, if you're going to find us. It can't be just Chris Salcedo, because then you might stumble across. There's one guy who's like a player. I mean, th- this guy is like a, a, la- a ladies' man player. It's not me. <laughs> Trust me. Ellie, right? That's not me. No. You have the Chris Salcedo Show. That's how you find me. Uh, you didn't have to agree so damn fast, really. Good grief. Okay. Where am I at? Oh, yeah. Oh, Twitter. At Chris TX. Make sure you listen to the program. On Demand, SoundCloud, iTunes, and Stitcher. Mrs. Salcedo would agree with you. Not a player. <laughs> oh, did I, did I give the? Yeah, I gave it the number wrong. It's 888-933-93, not 800, folks. Because I I really do want to talk to you guys today about what's going on around the country. 888-933-93. Did I get everything? Oh, yeah. Blaze.com channel section. Blaze.com and click on channels and find the Chris Salcedo Salcedo show there. Uh, And this is, again, different uh, studio digs today. So what you're going to hear, momentito, is just one flip around. It's Fox News Channel. And uh, let's hear what's actually going on it's there.
0: Senate day after tomorrow. What do we know? They are inviting over all 100 senators to give them the latest intelligence and the administration positions on North Korea. We should point out that it's not the White House that initiated this. This was initiated by the uh, Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell, but the White House has decided that it would be easier just to have everybody over here and then bring over Secretary Tillerson, Dan Coats from the CIA, uh, the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, and a few other people to brief them all on it so that they know where we stand on North Korea. Shep? John Roberts at the White House. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. Uh,
2: Mitch McConnell uh, setting up this meeting at the White House to brief senators so they can uh, make their way over to uh, the White House to get a full briefing from the executive branch on what's happening in North Korea. I imagine they want to know how far along Kim Jong-un is in his nuclear development. And exactly what he what he possesses, does he have the ability to hit the West Coast of the United States? Some of the I'm not going to lie to you, some of the technology that he has been showing off lately uh, even amid their failures these cats can can learn an awful lot from their failures and it uh, you log what went wrong and then you make a better launch coming up in the future oh that thing is on um (laughs) did you hear that ding (laughs) see she's see things are hey when you're not in your in your normal studio things can you know get a little. A little crazy and then thing in like my favorite uh beverage not adult beverage just beverage of choice it's, it's not sitting right here like it normally is so you and you know what in, in my old studio Ellie you can't even see that in my old studio where I you know I actually could yeah which makes no tinker starting a bit of difference to you folks at home but at any rate so uh, back back to North Korea I I'm actually kind of interested too in finding out what Kim jong-un has now we know he has nuclear capability because uh, our sniffer planes have been over there and they've they've actually, courtesy of the Clinton administration, been able to develop nuclear weapons. And what what you may be saddened to either remember or to know for the first time is that if it weren't for the Clinton administration, North Korea would not be a nuclear power. And that's another one of the pitfalls of having a Democrat inside of the Oval Office or electing Democrats, period, is because. Enemies and adversaries of liberty and freedom tend to progress very well during Democrat administrations, unchecked. And that's what happened with North Korea. Bill Clinton said, hey, hey, look, I, I want you to know something. Uh, I, I think we ought, to, we ought to do the peaceful resolution here. We ought, to, we ought to send the North Koreans a lot of money. We're going to send them a lot of money, and then they're going to promise us because uh, they, they promise me because, you know, I, I speak their language. You know, them, a couple of prostitutes, we got together, we handed this all out, right? So uh, we're going to give them a whole bunch of money, all right? We're going to give them a whole bunch of, of your taxpayers' money, and they're going to promise. They promise us not to develop nuclear weapons, all right? And, and they gave me my word. They gave, they gave me their word. And, I, and, and you can trust me. I'm Bill Clinton. So what happened was is they took our money, and they beefed up their military, and they developed nuclear weapons. And so it is courtesy of the Clinton administration why we have a nuclear-armed North Korea. It's why so many are worried about what President Obama did with Iran. By the way, President Obama was out there speaking today, doing what he was qualified to do. Basically what he did for his entire occupation of the Oval Office, which was to be a community organizer. So he's out in Chicago being a community organizer once again. And, uh, back in his element, if you will. Because he sucked as a leader of this country. Sucked as a, an American president. Uh, which is another one of the reasons why we have taken to calling him Resident Obama. Now, the reason I wanted to talk to you guys today is about the status of the Democrat Party. And for as, for as uh, a good a shape the Republicans appear to be right now. I don't think uh, how do I put this without getting in trouble i I don't think it's it's real. I you know yes, the Republicans are in control of the White House, the Republicans are in control of the Senate and and the House, and they still can't get anything done. And that's concerning to a lot of folks. Now Trump's doing everything he can to undo President Obama's executive order destructions by basically reversing everything, which is, which is good. But that's about all it can do. Anything that's permanent or real and lasting needs to come from the Congress. Now, I think many of, us, many of us recognize that Republicans should have been busy on an alternative for Obamacare and should have had it ready to go, already in legislative language and already agreed on in principle from the, the various factions inside of the Republican Party but one of the unifying principles should have been getting rid of Obamacare completely. Nothing, no vestige of it left behind that the Republican party does not believe that we need another entitlement here. And this is a problem because I think too many of these Republicans. And I think to their detriment. Believe that we need another entitlement here. And I, when we interviewed uh, Congressman Kevin Brady, we, We told him, you know, there's a way around this. Republicans recognize that Obamacare destroyed the insurance market. It needs to be rebuilt, and while it's it's being rebuilt, with we, we will continue these subsidies, and that's what they are. They're subsidies, redistribution of wealth to allow folks to buy perverted priced insurance. And when I say perverted, I mean it's not a free market. The pricing that we're seeing today with Obamacare pricing, it's not reflective of, a, oh, hey, I'm going to go and I'm going to go shop for a whole bunch of insurance. You can't do that. You can't, you can't find a great policy if you're in the state of California. You can't go find a great policy inside of Montana. It's illegal. You can't do that. So it's not a true representative market. Got a whole bunch of crony capitalists in charge in the traders insurance companies. So that stuff's got to go. The Republicans have got to start dedicating themselves to free enterprise. Paul Ryan, dedicate yourself to free enterprise. Um, and then things will get a lot easier. You, these these companies don't deserve a subsidy, don't deserve Americans' taxpayers' money. They need to go out there and they need to, need to do it the old-fashioned. You guys remember that old E.F. Hutton commercial? From the '80s, we make money the old-fashioned way. We earn it. That's what you got to do. You got to go out there and make money the old-fashioned way. You got to get out there, bust hump, make a better product, do it for less cost, uh, and and then and then get market share that way. You compete. Well, not in the era of Obama. In the era of Obama, you just cut a deal with Democrats, fund their campaigns, and all of a sudden your industry is gifted American tax- taxpayers' money, and f- and Americans are forced to buy your crappy product whether they want it or not. That's not America. That's not America. That's not free enterprise. So, the Republicans and the reason why I kind of when I was talking about Democrats I wanted to divert to. Republicans is not to give you the false impression that the GOP is just knocking out of the park because they are not. That being said, uh, the Democrats are now not a national party. They're they're not a national party anymore. And uh, I'll play some, some sound bites that get you to weigh in. And part of this, Is when did the Democrat Party become the party of the fascists? And I'm not. I'm not. I don't think I'm saying that term loosely. These these people who show up to college campuses and say, "Oh, you're a conservative," I don't want to hear you. And they stomp their feet on the ground and they start throwing Molotov cocktails and they start beating the crap out of people. I don't want to hear you. Ma 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 ma, I'm not listening. This is, how, this is what Democrats have devolved into. This is the modern-day Democrat Party. This is the state of the American left. As Bill Maher called them, a bunch of effing crybabies. Did you guys hear? Well, I'll play the soundbite for you coming up next. And then I want you, I, folks, I, I want to hear from you on this. What do you think the status of the Democrat Party is? Not that, not that the Republicans are all that great. And no, you know what, Obama didn't say anything worth hearing, by the way. Just so you know, resident Obama didn't say anything that was worth hearing. So I'm not going to, I might get a soundbite tomorrow, but I didn't go out of my way because I really didn't give a damn. I'm, I'm worried about saving the country now. I don't want to go back and look at all the destruction uh, that Mr. Obama still wants to, to bring to this country. So we'll get into more things today than him. 888 900 What do you think the current status the Democrat party is up the Salcedo show here on the blaze.
0: Keep up with the Chris Salcedo show on Facebook and on Twitter at Chris Salcedo TX. Just another way to stay in touch with Chris on the blaze radio network. Are you worried about your mom or dad living alone in their house? Hi, I'm Joan
2: London. Listen, I know how difficult it is to find senior care for someone you love.
1: That's why I recommend a free service called A Place for Mom. They are the nation's largest senior living referral service. Call A Place for Mom today.
0: To receive free information on senior living communities in your area, call A Place for Mom at 1-800-803-6951.
1: Chris Salcedo Show. Conservative Talk Radio with Spice.
2: Example number one. Hey, welcome back, everybody. It's Chris Salcedo Show. Example example number one of the Democrat Party and where they are is uh, Howard Dean. Do you guys believe this cat was actually close to becoming the Democrat nominee for president? Did you all hear what he said over the weekend? Well, he tweeted this out. He didn't say it. Um, and because maybe if he had said the words, he might have said, oh, wait a minute, crap, that's un-American. <laughs> Here's what Howard Dean, Dr. Howard Dean said, quote, hate speech is not protected by the First Amendment. That's what he said. Hate speech is not protected by the First Amendment. Now, there are some millennials inside of left-wing campuses that go, yeah. yeah, that's right, man, no, hate speech. Hate speech, yeah, it's not protected, no, uh, hate speech. Uh, yes, it is protected. As a matter of fact, it has been adjudicated. As a matter of fact, it has been determined by the Supreme Court that even Nazis in the United States of America, even the KKK in the United States of America, have the ability to be heard. 1969 Supreme Court said an Ohio law prohibiting public speech that promotes illegal activity violated the Ku Klux Klan's Members' First Amendment rights. You have the right to be a racist moron in the United States of America. You also have, or others have the rights, like your liberty-loving Latino here, to call you a racist moron for being like that. It's this little thing called freedom and liberty that leftists don't understand. They actually, you know what, I think they do understand. Because the minute you start to criminalize speech, the minute you start to say, hey, I disagree with what that cat said, and I find it so offensive, I find it hate speech. Have you guys listened to Jeffy's show? I mean, half the damn (laughs) You're just going to let that go, aren't you? (laughs) Jeff, Jeffy just happened to wander through the studio. <laughs> but, okay, joking aside, can you guys imagine in Kim Jong-un's North Korea, if you say a disparaging word against the pot-bellied dictator, they call it hate speech. And they can throw you in jail. And they can kill you for it. This is what leftists like Howard Dean are advocating, oh, it'll never get that far. We only want to shut up you conservatives. You don't have to shut us up. Liberals say, oh, we just want to shut up you conservatives. To all you liberal nuts out there, I'd ask, what what happens? Who's going to speak up for you when they finally come for you? And they will. Those in power will come for you. That's, That's the danger of an idiot like Howard Dean, who ought to know better, but he's a he's a he's a Democrat. He's a left wing kook, a nutcase. Go on the Chris Salcedo Show Facebook page, the Chris Salcedo Show. You will see some leftists who jump on there and say, "No, you know it it shouldn't be." Uh, you should you shouldn't be. And you know what Howard Dean was making reference to was was Ann Coulter, Ann Coulter. Because she's a conservative, they have labeled what she says hate speech. (laughs) Wait a minute. She just disagrees with you libs. Just because somebody disagrees with you libs doesn't make it hateful. And what happens if a conservative is in charge and says that your liberal speech is hateful? And then they can outlaw you. As tempting as that sounds, I as a constitutional conservative can never get behind such idiocy because I know where it leads. It leads to tyranny. And I don't want a tyrant to lord over liberals any more than I want a tyrant to lord over we conservatives. To which I say to guys like Howard Dean, what in the hell is a matter with you? We've talked about this concept before on the Salcedo show. That popular speech needs no protection. Popular speech, everybody loves it. It's great. It's unpopular speech that needs protection from government coercion and threat. You guys remember a time when saying that blacks and whites can marry or that mixed races can marry was considered hate speech was unpopular but it was protected and thank God it was there's another very American saying which is why Howard Dean probably doesn't know it and a bunch of leftists on the Chris Salcedo show page don't know it it says I may disagree with what you say but I will fight to the death for your right to say it that's America and that's why so many of these leftists I don't think they know what America means anymore more on this be right back
0: 888-900-3393
1: The Chris Salcedo Show
0: on the Blaze Radio Network Chris Salcedo. All
2: right, welcome back, everybody. So you can you can see where where I'm going with this with the current the current state of the Democrat Party. These cats, well, aside from being full tilt nuts, they they are descending into a realm that that I, I was I was having a a conversation today with somebody you all know, and I said I don't recognize the country anymore. You've got liberals who are supposed to be about, you know, and, and let me just, this is the God's honest truth. I ran across one of those ads about Woodstock yesterday. It was last night. I was doing show prep, and the, I think it was something like, these photographs of Woodstock will blow you away. You guys have seen them all over the internet, right? These, these ads. 28 photos from Woodstock will blow your, blow your mind. So I said, what the hell? I, just, I clicked on it. You know what? I knew Woodstock was big and I knew it was generationally defining. I didn't realize until last night how big that dang concert was. It took 500,000 people, over 500,000 people. You, you don't get that today. Now, they were all a bunch of leftist hippies gathering together for, you know, sex, drugs, rock and roll. That's, that's what it was. And, you know, hate Republicans, hate war. And who, who, doesn't, who doesn't hate war? but that's why i and now now i i understand why like nancy pelosi's generation so longs for those days because it was like activism at its at its peak at its pinnacle nowadays hell nobody cares i mean there's so much apathy out there and You know what? Now you've got liberals convincing themselves that the way to win is to curtail free speech the same way a dictator would. And this whole thing about hate speech is not protected by the First Amendment, says Howard Dean. Well, who the hell gets to determine what is hateful and what isn't? I think a lot of things that Howard Dean says about conservatives are pretty damn hateful. Do I get to make the call? Who gets to make the call, Howard Dean? You, you putz. Oh, is that hateful of me? Are you gonna try to silence me, Howard Dean? Because I called you a putz, a twit, a moron, an a-hole. What? You know, serious. How far can we go before it's actually hateful? Or maybe you are those things, Howard Dean. And I would suggest. You're also an ignorant wretch for even proposing the un-American idea that hate speech is not protected by the First Amendment because the word hate is subjective. You idiot. It's subjective. We have free speech in the United States of America. Because that is something that is mentioned in the affirmative. Howard Dean, you better go back to school. You better head back to school. Because that very American axiom should be something we should be reinforcing to our children. You can write off the government and run schools. Hell, they don't even teach this stuff anymore. I may not agree with what you say, but I will fight to the death for your ability to say it. And that includes Pelosi. That includes Obama. I mean, I never wanted to pass a law to shut him up. I wanted to beat him. That's where I think we conservatives are different from liberals. We want to beat them in the arena of ideas. We want to beat them because we know that our way is better. It's free. It's liberty. It's prosperity. Not this doom and limits and gloom proposed by these left-wing morons. And that's what they are. Not to mention the fact that I make my living on free speech. When you start attacking free speech, you start attacking what I do for a living. Now, you don't attack the basket of biased press because they're not free. No, no, they're not free. They're saddled under liberal ideology of their own choosing. Uh, They they can choose to be fair. They just don't want to. All right. Telephone numbers triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three eight 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 nine zero zero three three nine three. There's one aspect of where the liberals are. I mentioned Ann Coulter because that's who, who Howard Dean was commenting on, trying to excuse Berkeley for for silencing free speech again, and caving to thuggery again, and they didn't take much arm twisting out there. I mean. If somebody had threatened to throw a toothpick, oh, well, we can't have her out because that's violent. (laughs) So, Bill Maher, who I don't agree with anything politically, but is a liberal in a traditional sense, who thinks, you know, he he hates all religions equally, even Islam. Um, And isn't afraid to call out the violence inside of Islam. Not afraid to call out what he sees is wrong with Christianity, he distorts all that garbage. He's The violence inside of the radicalized Islamic fundamentalist terrorist sect of Islam is absolutely correct. I think he exaggerates about Christendom because he just doesn't like organized religion. But at least he's consistent. He was talking with our old buddy, uh, S.E. Cup on his show, uh, and, and decrying how liberals on college campuses have... Well, they're no better than Nazis. You heard me right. Bill Maher says that liberals on college campuses, I guess this, this is from the student body to the pre- professoriate, nothing nothing more than a bunch of Nazis. And here's how it went on real time.
1: Ann Maher. Coulter ran a little into a little problem this week. I know. We, we don't like Ann Coulter's <laughs> views. You I, do? I like her as a person. Yeah, yeah, I, I never I, agreed with one thing <laughs> she ever said. Uh, <laughs> That's different. Okay. But uh, she was, I was uh, the speaker uh, at Berkeley a couple of years ago, and they disinvited me, and then they got their act together, and I wound up doing it, and apparently that's what's going to happen with her, I think. But Berkeley, you know, used to be the cradle of free speech, and now it's just the cradle for (laughs) Babies. <laughs> Who don't. And I, I feel like, you know, this goes on all over the country on campuses. They invite someone to speak who's not exactly what liberals want to hear and they want to shut her. Down. I feel like this is the liberals version of book, book burning.
2: Just a bunch of Nazis. You know what? What I find funny about Berkeley is that the mayor of that town, that left wing cook mayor, he's a member of Antifa. Remember our buddy Jack Buckby from UK told us about these folks. Anti-fascists. They are the fascists. They are the fascists. The very idea that you would silence speech you disagree with. That's, you, you want a commonplace tenet of fascism, folks? Through violence, through coercion, through intimidation. There it is. All you left-wingers out there at Berkeley are a bunch of fascists. The fact that you would use violence and threats and intimidation to silence those with whom you politically disagree is un-American. And I said this, I said this last week. Not one more dime. Damn it, not one more dime. Of my taxpayer money goes to that filthy institution. And it is a filthy institution because it stands against everything that you and I believe in. The Constitution, freedom of speech, liberty. And it's not just Berkeley. It's campuses all over this country.
1: And it's got to stop. Howard Dean tweeted today about this. Hate speech is not protected by the First Amendment. Yes, it is. (laughs) threats are not protected by the first amendment this is why the supreme court said the nazis could march in skokie they're a hateful bunch but that's what the first amendment means it doesn't mean just shut up and agree with me
0: i i can't believe you have to remind liberals i can't
1: believe it either Uh,
0: it's it's a shame because liberals are creating a fantasy land on college campuses that does not exist
1: no
2: it does exist uh it does exist Essie. it exists in cuba It exists in Venezuela. It exists in China. That's where this liberal fantasy land exists. Where liberty is dead. Where freedom is gone. That's where the liberal's vision exists. That's why we fight these people. And... I was reminded of these sound bites as I was having a conversation today. I don't recognize my country. And I'm making air quotes with my fingers at an institution of higher learning. Good grief. These people are backward. Speaking of backward, uh, Bernie Sanders, the socialist from Vermont, was. Uh, in the state in which I broadcast in Texas last week, I didn't talk about it because, well, I didn't care. (laughs) But this was part of the Democrats' unity tour, this unity tour of theirs. So the unity tour, Bernie Sanders comes off this thing and is sitting down with CBS. So how'd the unity tour go? go?"
0: And, well, he said... I think what is clear... To anyone who looks at where the Democratic Party today is that the model of the Democratic Party is failing.
2: (laughs) How's that unity going? Huh? Here's a cat that won't even admit to being a Democrat. Of course, they wanted to bring him around because all the socialists, all the leftists, like the folks at Berkeley, that's where all the energy is. Bunch of fascists out of Berkeley.
0: (laughs) The Democrat Party's a failure. Uh, we have the uh, we have a Republican president who ran as a candidate, as the most unpopular candidate in modern history of this country. Republicans control the House, the Senate, two-thirds of uh, governor's chairs. And in the last uh, eight years, they have picked up 900 legislative seats. Clearly, the Democratic Party has got to change. Clearly. But see,
2: <laughs> and this is the thing. Uh... Bernie Sanders wants to see more of his style of governance. Bernie Sanders and Barack Obama don't disagree about much. And it was Barack Obama who led to all of those disasters on the Democrat side that Bernie Sanders just articulated. All the electoral losses, the loss in faith from leftists. And Bernie Sanders says, Anderson. 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 The way, to, get, the way to, do, to do the Democrat Party is to, is to go full-tilt socialism, which I, I, I pray that Bernie Sanders wins because when the Democrat Party goes down the toilet, he'll finish the job that Barack Obama started. Speaking of Obama, let me ask you guys this. Who do you think runs the Democrat Party today? Who's the leader of the Democrat Party? Talk about that next. Your calls, to 888 933 3393 888 3393. Be right back on The Blaze.
1: It's your radio republic. Be heard. 888 900 3393. This is The Chris Salcedo Show, part of Generation Blaze.
0: (laughs) On The Blaze Radio Network.
1: Chris Salcedo
0: is on. The Blaze Radio Network.
2: Wow. The presidential frontrunner over in France, he married his teacher, his former teacher? Seriously? Uh, Marcon is his name. Macron? 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 Oh, (laughs) I am my teacher. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> the hell? Is that her? Holy. Ha- I'm watching CNN right now. Holy moly. I. Well. Okay. Oh, they do things differently over in gay, Perry. Yeah? <laughs> oh, don't look at me like that. All right. Uh, welcome back. <laughs> Everybody, hey, now there's anything wrong with that. I mean, hey. Um, I had a, never mind, I'm not even going to go down that way. AAA-933-93, uh, 888-900-3393. Uh, who runs the Democrat Party? Oh, by the way, coming up next hour, folks, we'll talk about net neutrality. I still don't know what the hell's going on with net neutrality. I've had it explained to me three ways from Sunday. I know, I, I, I can tell you where I'm leaning. I, I lean the toward the the fact that government wants to control it and impose it. I'm not for it. But that's just a reflexive action that I have because I don't trust this government uh, coming off of eight years of President Obama. So just just file that away. We'll talk with an expert about net neutrality. Phil Kirpin will be in. meantime, uh, who controls the Democrat Party? We go to CNN. Alyssa Mastromonaco, she was the the former uh, occupier of the Oval Office Deputy Chief of Staff. She was telling CNN, who she thinks still runs the Democrat Party, and this is how the conversation went.
1: But the party itself has been in turmoil and yeah. now trying to get momentum with these town halls but Hillary Clinton she's kept a low profile maybe she's writing a book but she's not out there very much no. Bernie Sanders is out there is he the leader of the Democratic Party Bernie I mean I think if you ask Bernie he would say no I think he he even said he wasn't a Democrat the other day yeah. um, Tom Perez I think you know he is I think Barack Obama is probably still the leader of the Democratic Party even though he is sort of on a hiatus right now um, I hope Hillary comes back but she more than than deserves some time out to sort of regroup. I hope Obama
2: is. Because if Obama remains the leader of the Democrat Party, the Democrat Party will continue to lose seat after seat after seat because of notions like this,
1: he said. I, I want to be clear. We're not We're not trying to push financial reform uh, because we begrudge success that's fairly earned. I mean, I I do think at a certain point, you've made enough money.
2: Yeah. Government wants to tell you how much money you can make when a liberal's running things. All right, folks. Net neutrality. We'll talk about that and so much more coming up the second hour of the Salcedo Show. Be right back.
0: 888-900-3393.
1: The Chris Salcedo Show.
0: On the Blaze Radio Network.